0: Greetings, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of ATP, Ask the Pastor. I am Pastor Joshua Sullivan at Holy Cross Lutheran Church in Kerrville, Texas. Today's question. Dear Pastor, can Lutherans pray the office of the dead? I don't believe the papist doctrine of purgatory, but I do believe in praying for Christians who have reposed in the faith. After reading through the office of the dead and praying it many times, I can't see any evidence of the doctrine of purgatory in it, probably because those probably because the office predates belief in purgatory. For me, the office of the dead is both a comfort, as in it I commend the souls of my loved ones into God's keeping, and the language used reminds me of my own mortality and to be vigilant in the dangers of what may happen to those who die without the faith. So with that in mind, can a Lutheran pray the office of the dead? Scripturally, there is no command for Christians to pray for the dead nor is there any promise that God hears our prayer on behalf of the dead. Uh, And finally, there's no example in the scripture of someone praying for the dead. So if that's the case, where did this practice come from? Uh, Tertullian gives us a clue uh, when he's writing in the beginning of the third century in his work, The Crown, chapter 3, As often as the anniversary comes around, we make offerings for the dead as birthday honors. And then in the fourth chapter, he notes that that practice originated from tradition and custom of unknown origin, but not from the scriptures. And I think prayer for the dead is a similar case to that practice. Uh, the practice isn't scriptural, nor is it apostolic in origin, but it seems to have come into the church through pagan converts. Martin Chemnitz, in his examination of the Council of Trent, Uh, does a fantastic job of tracing the history of prayers for the dead throughout the early church fathers. And he notes that uh, Dionysius the Areopagite writes about the subject. Uh, Dionysius tells us that the subject of the prayers over the deceased are for the good things that God promised in Scripture, such as forgiveness of sins and everlasting life in the bosom of Abraham, where there's no pain, no sadness, no groaning, etc., He states then that the reason for those prayers is to confirm to those who are present at the funeral that the deceased died in the faith. The bishop prays for the dead, quote, for the instruction, exhortation, and consolation of those left on earth, end quote. Now, when the idea of purgatory was brought into the church from paganism, then later confirmed by Gregory the Great, then the practice of prayers for the dead just simply stoked the flames of purgatory so to speak. Now, Lutherans traditionally don't pray for the dead, because as we said at the beginning, there's no scriptural testimony, uh, command, promise, uh, or example of it. Uh, And as scripture teaches them, the dead go to either one of two places. The unbelieving go to hell where they're beyond the help of prayers, and believers go to heaven where they have no need of prayers. But the chief reason is that there's no scriptural command to pray for their dead, nor any promise that God hears those prayers. Now, that being said, there are two Lutheran writings which give allowance for for prayers for the dead. The first of those is the Latin translation of the Apology of the Augsburg Confession. Philip Melanchthon writes in Article 24 of the Apology, Paragraph 94, We know that the ancients speak of prayer for the dead, which we do not prohibit. Then, two paragraphs later in 96, he briefly mentions a conflict in the early church between Epiphanius and Arius. Arius, he tells us, held that prayers for the dead were useless. Now, the papists cite that condemnation of Arius as a condemnation of Lutherans because we deny purgatory and that the sacrifice of the mass benefits the dead in purgatory. Now, Melanchthon responds... Uh, In the Apology, that Lutherans don't favor Arius' position that prayers for the dead are useless. That being said, Epiphanius, writing in the fourth century, only states that the prayers for the dead are beneficial. He doesn't say for whom they are beneficial. Uh, In fact, he says that they are good for, they're beneficial for reminding the survivors that those who die in the Lord are now with the Lord. However, and this is a big however, the paragraphs which discuss prayers for the dead, for the dead, excuse me, are only in the Latin edition of, of uh, the Book of Concord, not the German edition. Uh, that's the official version, which to, to which pastors subscribe at their ordination. So those paragraphs aren't a part of the official confession of the Evangelical Lutheran Church. The other place uh, where Lutherans speak about praying for the dead comes from Luther himself in his private document. Confession concerning Christ's Supper. He writes As for the dead, since Scripture gives us no information on the subject, I regard it as no sin to pray with free devotion in this or some similar fashion Dear God, if this soul is in a condition accessible to mercy, be thou gracious to it. And when this has been done once or twice, let it suffice. For vigils and requiem masses and yearly celebrations of requiems are useless and are merely the devil's annual fair. Now, these two remarks, from the Latin version of the Apology and from Luther, they give the impression that Lutherans have no problem with praying for the dead as a show of personal piety, but nothing more. Martin Chemnitz, again, tells us how we are to interpret the words of the Apology and the words of Luther. He writes, The mourning Christians indeed know the divine promises concerning those who have died in the Lord. Nevertheless, when they are troubled as they consider the weakness of their loved ones, and because they do not see before their eyes their rest and happiness, they flee to God and commend them to the mercy of God in their prayers, in order that they may, by these very prayers, confirm for themselves with respect to the blessedness of their dead. For such prayers, as the most ancients were, rest on on these promises. Whoever believes in me will never see death. He has passed from death to life. Though he die, yet he shall live. And blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. Therefore, the prayers of the ancients for the dead were not satisfaction for the sins of the dead, not redemption of their souls from the fire of purgatory, but public celebrations, applications, and sealings of the divine promises about the forgiveness of sins, the repose, and the salvation of those who died piously. They were instructions and exhortations for the living. They were consolations and strengthening for the grieving. And they were declarations of kindly affections of the mind toward the departed. For it would be animalistic apathy not to be touched by the death of one's own. To erase the memory of departed friends immediately from the mind not to wish them well and to pray for their welfare all of which however are to be kept in bounds according to the word so praying for the dead is simply an allowance for the grieving and as luther says once or twice and in such a way that confesses that the deceased is with christ in paradise And now, in that blessed rest, joyfully awaiting the resurrection of the body on the last day. In Melanchthon's statements in the Latin edition of the Apology and Luther's comments, they're they're concessions to the grieving. They're not encouragement to pray for the dead regularly or habitually by any means. Now, with all that said, we can address the office of the dead. The Office of the Dead is an official office of the Roman Church, and currently uh, it's obligatory to use it on November 2nd, All Souls Day, uh, and in certain funeral home services. Now, even though the Office of the Dead itself may not contain any overt references to purgatory, the fact that the Roman Church uh, commands it to be used for All Souls Day shows precisely that Rome thinks it has significance for those they believe to be in purgatory, because All Souls Day exists solely for the purpose of praying for the souls in purgatory, which is why Lutherans also don't celebrate All Souls Day. So from the perspective of making a confession of faith, I wouldn't use the office of the dead. Um, As a Roman Catholic would hear that you use that, and they would assume that that's a confession that you believe in purgatory and praying for the dead to help them out of purgatory. Uh, I think perhaps a better practice would be to, in your private prayers, Uh, And as often as you remember your loved ones who are deceased and with the Lord, uh, simply to give thanks to God for giving them faith in Christ during their earthly life. Give thanks to God for fulfilling His promises to them, to take them uh, to be with Him in paradise. Um, They don't need your prayers. But by giving thanks to God for His promises to them, that will do what the prayers for the dead originally did in the early church, and that is strengthen your own faith and offer consolation and encouragement at the death of your loved ones or even the thought of missing them. then. So don't make it an official thing. Just simply make it a matter of private devotion, like Luther said, uh, once or twice, and then simply let it alone, trusting God's mercy and rejoicing in that. Thanks for the question. We'll see you next time on ATP. Ask the Pastor.